Hello and welcome to the Reeton Entertainment Podcast. This is a Mother's Day, May 10th, 2015 when we're recording this. Uh, Aroa couldn't make it today, so my guest this week is just one guest of Connor Nemesis Besh. Hi, Mom. And I, of course, am your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth for the Reeton Entertainment Podcast. So, Connor, uh, first things first, how's, how's it going? It's all right. Um... We had some storms pass through, which I actually think is why Ro is not here. Yeah, he he said his power's out, and he said there's been having storms all day. So it's not super far from me, but it's I mean that's I, I think he got the worst of it than I did. So sorry you couldn't make it, homie. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I kidding? He's not even gonna listen to this. No one's gonna listen to this except for maybe my friend Bernice. You have friends? Yeah, I have one. I have one friends. Uh yeah, so I've had to watch my sister's house this weekend. That's yeah, I thought Ricky was going to do that. Uh no, no, that was a lie. Because Ricky's a liar. I guess so. Yep. But yeah, so I had to watch. She has four, five dogs, four horses. Why does she have horses? To, uh, she lives on a ranch oh, or okay. something like. Yeah, they they have three acres of land and they're buying the house and. It's only cost them a hundred thirty grand for three acres of land. Okay, I mean that's that's actually I I don't know I feel like that's good but I don't actually know the price of land around you guys. That's I it depends on where you're living like where I live it would be probably two hundred grand or more, uh but they're living in a smaller town so. I don't know. You you put that many zeros at the end of something and I just kind of go oh that's not for me then thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's let's get in. So I'm going to start off by just talking about this headline, and then you're going to go into a rant for about half an hour. Uh, that, that, gonna that depends on what it is. Well, so apparently there was a bug with Dark Souls 2. Stop it. <laughs> and the bug was that if you had a computer that ran at the game at over 30 frames a second, it caused your durability of your weapons to go down faster. So that's why all my items broke in about three swings. And they've now patched that so that the PC version of that game is now able to have a lot more durability. So your weapons will last a little bit longer. And uh, what do you think about this fix? I don't know. Why fix a broken game? Why fix? Why do something to a game that sucks? In all seriousness, I guess it's good that they're still... Is this Dark uh, Dark Souls or is this Bloodborne? Dark Souls. Yeah, I guess it's good that they're fixing a game that's kind of on the way out. You know, typically once they build the... Uh, not build. Typically once they make the new game, uh, support for the other ones drops pretty fast. So, I mean, I guess that's pretty good. They've uh, had a good... Honestly, FromSoft had a pretty good history of supporting the old Souls games. Because... Uh, like they had Demon's Souls, and they're, they still have servers up for Demon's Souls, even though they were going to, like they were going to cancel the, the servers, like take off the servers for it, and then they decided not to, and they pushed it back, and they pushed it back, and then they're just like, fuck it, we'll keep it going. Yeah, Morgan's actually been playing a lot of Demon's Souls lately. Uh, yeah. You know, against my insistence, and, oh no, you should waste your time with a better video game. Right. Uh, but yeah, other than that, you know, Nothing. There's not a lot to talk about this week, so it's yeah, it's been a bit of a slow week. Even mm-hmm. my other podcast, it's kind of like, what do you guys want to talk about? 
Yeah. yeah. Did you just want to do this later? No, we'll do it right now. Keep no, going. I was talking. To... Never mind. Not. not I, I got gotcha. you. I I got gotcha. you. Anyway, <laughs> uh, going on. Uh, the other thing that really happened this week, not much happening because we're building up to E3, so all the companies are basically keeping quiet until E3 happens. I know what we could talk about. <gasps> what? Oh my god, dude! They're announcing. Uh, supposedly announcing Fallout Four. That's the that's the theory though, and that's a rumor. A game theory. I hate that guy. <laughs> I like that show. No, I like the show. I just hate the announcer. Oh, uh, Matt Pat. Yeah, I mean he's he's a he, he does his research, and that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. But his type of humor is very. He he copies a lot from people like uh, the Completionist. Yeah. Maybe not yeah. directly, but the type of jokes he does is very much. Copy pasted from other very popular YouTube videos. Yeah, so not us. <laughs> uh, yeah, the so the rumor is that Fallout Four is going to be announced at E3, released in like probably 2017 at the <laughs> earliest. Because they like making me cry. Yeah, because uh, Bethesda hates us. So Fallout Four. Anybody's listening to this and doesn't know what the Fallout series is, basically, you're in a post-apocalyptic world. The bombs fell in the 50s, and basically... Okay, let me technology, stop you right there. What? Big difference. Split timeline... I, I shouldn't go into this, because most people... Probably, for the big fans who are like throwing stuff at their monitors at that description... So keeping in mind, this is for people who haven't heard of Fallout before. I guess it's not that too far. Alternative yeah. timeline, where... After World War II, we kind of got stuck in, like, the 1950s exactly. uh, retro-futurism kind of style. And it happened for that until, like, the 2100s. When afterwards, bomb drops, nuclear bombs, big explosions. But uh, the company Vault-Tec made vaults, which were... It's not too much of a spoiler, because it's... We could play the game with or without knowing this. The vaults yeah. were actually social experiments. Like, some were designed to work perfectly... Some were designed with all males or all females. Some were designed to malfunction after a certain amount of time. It was basically using humans as guinea pigs because they knew, hey, world's going to end. That's, that's, you know, screw ethics, right? Right. And there's more to it than that. But yeah. uh, society slowly rebuilds itself pretty much by the rule of whoever has the biggest boomstick. And it's great. You could lose hours and hours in that game. In fact, second, maybe Tomorrowwind, it's probably the game that I've sunk the most time in. And to, and to be fair, you can it, you can sink any time into any of the games. All the games are really good. Um, the All the main story games, 1, 2, were some of the first games that I played on a computer for an extended amount of time. Very good games. Uh, and then they came out with some side like yeah, side tactics, quests basically like stuff. tactics and uh wasn't there one like brotherhood of the <laughs> yeah brotherhood which wasn't very good yeah. it was more like um gauntlet than it was fallout right but and... the the main story games are all really good uh interplay i believe was it interplay interplay or... which became obsidian yeah uh who was the one that developed the first two though <clears throat> interplay i'm pretty sure it wasn't it let me do a, a Google. I've done yeah. this once or twice. But anyway, so the company before owned the rights to Fallout 1 and 2, and they were making a third one, and they ended up selling those rights to Bethesda. 
And so that's why 3 is so different than 1 and 2, because a different company took over and decided to go a different direction with it, rather than have it be an isometric, over-the-head kind of tactical game. They made a first-person shooter with some tactical stuff thrown into it. Well, first or third, it's the game's designed to play it. It, it plays just like Oblivion. It uses the exact same engine, even. Exactly. Except uh, for it has a... Um, you have to help me out when you press R1 and it... Oh, that's... Uh, it's like bullet time, almost. Yeah. Uh, vault, like, vault Tech Automated Targeting System is what it stands for. And and you could use it, and you could use that in uh, VATS. VATS, duh. <laughs> so you can actually use that in the first two games. You could use a VATS-like system to where you uh, pinpoint what areas on the body to shoot or hack or whatever. Well, let me let me correct you there. In the first two, that's how you did combat, is you'd select a body part and you could be tactical about it. Mm-hmm. Um, people who have played the game before realize if you're just going for body shots, you might not make it too long, but if you knock somebody's leg out, if they're holding a gun, if you break their arm, they can't shoot anymore your chance of surviving are a little bit higher than if you're just like, ooh, look at that head. I'm going to try to shoot for that and miss 20 times in a row. Fallout 3, being that it's a game that is designed for the Moro, uh, the Oblivion engine, wasn't really designed with that in mind. It's not very, you know, I'm going to stop time and take my time and do this. It's it, it's not supposed to play like Shadowrun. No. <clears throat> so, of course, you can play it like a first or third person shooter, but they also included the option to slow down time where you can say, hey, I have a 30% chance of shooting his leg right now. Let's let's let the computer do it. And it kind of does the uh, the kill cam effect of, like, I don't know, Skyrim or something like that, uh, just for a comparison, whenever right. you're they, doing it. And it's it's nice. It, it makes you feel really rewarded for planning your shots out right. You know, if you break somebody's leg as they're charging for you, chances are you'll be able to finish them off before they can get close enough to smack you with a super sledge. Right, because if you shoot someone's leg out, then they run slower. Um, if you shoot out, I always like shooting out their arms so they drop their <coughs> weapon. Yeah, sometimes they just keep on fucking charging you, though. That's just true. when it happens. So, yeah. Sometimes people will punch you and you'll have low stamina. So you'll just fall unconscious and they'll take hits at your poor body. Yeah. But yeah, Fallout's a good game. Uh, I'm excited for Fallout 4. I, The problem I have with those type of games uh, is that I've played Fallout 3. I played New Vegas. They're fun games. But Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas are the same game. Yeah, different. And I mean, I'm a big... You're, if you're playing a Fallout game, you should be playing for the story. Exactly. That's, it's, Fallout 3 is an amazing game, but it's just not a very good Fallout game. Yeah. I would play Fallout 3 and give it... You know, you should totally play it, but if you've played, you know, 1 and 2... It's very, very different. You know, of course, there's flavor mm-hmm. stuff going on. The world's still the same after all. But it just doesn't feel like a Fallout game. It just feels like a very good shooter. A very good, you know, gun-included RPG. Fallout and New Vegas takes it back to that, you know, your choices matter. You're affecting the Mojave Wasteland. You're, you're doing this for a reason. You have a goal, an end goal. You're growing as a character. You know, it, it made it feel even more of an RPG, which is what Fallout really does well, but it always is right. well. Right, and I like, and don't get me wrong, I like New Vegas. I'm just hoping that if, if they do announce Fallout 4, that it is different than the other two, possibly based somewhere else in the world, because right now we've had, obviously, New Vegas. Uh, yeah, Cal- we've had California and, twice, mm-hmm. um, the Capital Wasteland, which is 
like Washington, D.C. Yeah. And um, the other and games. New Vegas. We, would, we just won't count the other games. They're not very good. No, no. What we'll I just wanna, talk about the main games. What I want to see, because one, it'd be fun because I'm narcissistic, and two, because we know there's a lot of stuff going on there, is Chicago. There's a big-ass enclave based in Chicago. We know about it from Edie. Um, and frankly, it'd be kind of fun to see what the other side of the world is going up to. You know, yeah. they, they got a big ass river. They got Michigan, right, uh, Lake Michigan, right there. Well, why not in in that vein? Why not somewhere like New York then? Because I, every time I, I don't like seeing games in New York or movies for that matter. I don't every, like every either, time but... is new. Every time New York is blown up by a bomb or an alien invasion, I cheer inside. I go, yeah, one less New York. Chicago, right. Chicago doesn't get enough love. The love the that only... we got was. Watch Dogs, which is bad. We, we right. need a good game in Chicago. I liked Watch Dogs kind of a little bit. I was thinking Sleeping Dogs there. <laughs> Sleeping Dogs is fun. Sleeping Dogs is super fun. Holy shit. Yeah. And I was like, Chicago, watch, I was like, watch, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, that's Sleeping Dogs I like. Watch out, Dogs sucked. As it turns out, I don't live in Hong Kong. What? I wish I did. It's cyberpunk as fuck. Yeah, it is. See, that's what that's what I was ho- I, I kind of want is something like overseas. Like you <laughs> can even be still English and go over and be in like Britain or something like that, rather than I mean China, the Americas, cool. China or Russia or something like that. See how uh, the other armed force went. Right. Exactly. Because I'll be honest, I don't know what their deal as far as like Tech goes over there, but it wouldn't be too hard to be like, oh, hey. Um, we opened something that hasn't been opened since the bombs fell, and it turns out there was someone with vault tech stuff on them there. Go ahead right. and take it because you're a scavenger and surviving. So basically, I mean, especially that actually makes me very happy because uh, the people behind Stalker. Oh, this is a while back ago. I'm not sure if this is still happening or not, but they want to make another Stalker game. So, I mean, hopefully that could push for a big boom in uh, Soviet interest. I would love to see more post-apocalyptic games taking place in. Uh, you know, Russia and Ukraine, that kind of area. Really, right. really, I just like seeing Cyrillic when the world around it is blown up. Game developers, give us more of that. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully at E3, uh, we're going to get a lot of game announcements. So we'll have a lot to talk about that week, which is, when is E3, do you know? Uh, off the top of my head, no. Okay, so it's sometime. Sometime soon, E3 is coming along. And we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about. Possibly Fallout 4, knowing our luck, probably not. The Last Guardian, maybe? Isn't that maybe, the, uh, no? the the dog thing? Like, it's a giant dog. Yeah, everyone's super obsessed about it. I have no idea. I don't, I, I remember seeing stuff for it. I just, I don't, I don't know, I don't care. It's Team uh, Ico. Uh, I know, and I, I didn't like Shadow of the Classes either that much. It was alright. I was, it was so it was bored good. playing those games. Yeah, you kind of go from just one boss fight to the next, but pretty to look uh, at, I guess. But I mean, right? You show me, show me a slideshow. Don't make me begrudgingly go through that. Come on. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing that happened this week is uh, Jason was released for Mortal Kombat, and I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, he's broken to shit. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Ten, very fun. Um. And I'm not just saying that because I know 90% of the associate developers on it or anything like that. Very, very fun game. You know, it's Mortal Kombat. I shouldn't need to sing its praises to you. 
Yeah, it's Mortal Kombat. Everyone knows Mortal Kombat. It's the game that started the ESRB, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And one of the DLCs that came out, uh, excluding the Day One Goro DLC, is we're getting Jason, Predator, and two people no one cares about because they were around during, like, Mortal Kombat 5 and then disappeared. And they who who are those there. people? People I haven't bothered remembering. It's a lady who uses Earth stuff and a dude who I don't remember. Okay, good time. Totally. Good time. There, there's better choices that you're putting in the game, like Cyrax or... Uh, anyways. Uh, See, what I don't get is, okay, you mentioned earlier, uh, before we started the recording, Freddy Krueger was in the... It was in 9. Yeah. And he didn't even belong in there, for that matter. Well, he, no, It but, seemed like an afterthought. Yeah, but they put Jason in Mortal Kombat X. Why don't they put Freddy Krueger into 10 and have Freddy versus Jason? If I had to guess, it's probably a, a licensing rights thing. I'm not sure who owns them. They, the same people, I believe, own them. Um, I don't know. I could, I, I mean, I, like, I work walking distance from NetherRealm Studios. I could just be like, "Hey, guys, why you no do this?" And yeah, I don't. The, the problem is, it's like, oh, hey, uh, you want to know? Sign an NDA. Aw, uh, and then you can't talk about it. Yeah. So sorry, guys. I don't have answers for that. I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really know developers. I know the you. And I'm not a. I'm not a game developer though. Not yet. I, I don't want to make games. Why not? I don't know. I I made a few games. And you don't want to. You don't want to work seventy hours a week, and then get fired after the games released. So uh, that's a big part of it. My problem is making games is boring. Uh, yeah. The last game I made, I made uh, the leveling system, the experience system. And mm-hmm. before that, I was responsible for making the platforming and gravity feel right. Designing a platformer sucks. Because if you have gravity-based collision, like, you accelerate as you fall for longer up until you hit a preset terminal velocity, you need to really make sure that you're not going to accidentally clip through the item that uh, the uh, spot that you're going to land on. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you could do that an easy way, but it really eats up tick cycles, so... Even with a simple game, you need to kind of have something beefier than you would for that. Right. My team decided... This is when uh, the the World Cup for soccer was going on. And not that it matters, but my team of seven was... You know, it, it was me and six Spaniards. So five oh, of them so decided they weren't going to tell anybody and fly out for the World Cup. They flew out to the World Cup? Be- it, it was me and one girl who didn't speak that good of English. Uh, and the rest of our team just said, hey, we're not going to tell you. We're done. We're not working on it. We dropped the class. And our professor was really cool with it. He's like, okay, uh, that, that sucks a fuck. And we finished our game. It was pretty fun. Uh, I got an A in the class, so I'm not that mad. But Yeah. I would still, I would, I, I I would murder, pissed. I would murder seven Spaniards or six Spaniards or whatever. I, I was pretty pissed and I was like, hey, um, I now have to do more than just programming. I am only good at... Pro- I can't art. Uh, yeah, I know. Did you... Jake is okay <coughs> at art. Like, I know Jake's tried to make some games, and they've all been terrible. Jake Norwood? Yeah. Split that out. No. We don't want people's last names. <laughs> Jake, the Root Beer King Norwood. Follow him at the Root Beer King on Twitter. There we go. That's better. There we go. <laughs> it was actually publicity the whole time. Yes, exactly. Um... Uh, but no, he's he's made a he he's done art and stuff for some games. Yeah, uh, the girl that we had was a modeler, so like we had that, but she definitely didn't really know exactly what she was doing. I did a lot of the background, so 
they kind of intentionally look like somebody did them with a mouse on Photoshop, and you'll never <laughs> guess why. Because you did it with a mouse on GIMP. Yeah, exactly. I, I used uh, I used Paint.net. Yeah. Uh, so that's we don't really have much to talk about. So, what have you been playing? Not much. Uh, still Killing Floor. Um, actually, since the last podcast, there was a new bit of free DLC out for Payday Two. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you look at the, the the box art of it, you can't not the box art the uh, spoiler image for it. You can't exactly tell. But if I told you what you're stealing on there, you'd be like, oh, well, no fucking shit. Um, somebody who has been very tame up until very recently, like before he has us like roughing, uh, stealing from clubs that he owns, not that he owns, that uh, other people own to send a message or stealing a tiara as revenge. His name is Vlad. Vlad, yeah. His That's missions are usually really tame. And in this latest mission, he's like, hey, um, go ahead and steal a nuclear warhead. Oh, yeah, I played that mission. And even the, uh, the what's-his-dick, um, Bane, the guy who's giving you all your contracts, kind of like your boss, he's like, okay, Tiara's, that's one thing. Shooting up them all, that's another thing. Nuclear warheads is a very, very other ballpark. Yeah, and you have to drive forklifts, and... Uh, you get an achievement if you don't use the car, but there's a muscle and... car that you can deliver the bombs with. Yeah, car, um... Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of I I played that with a couple people. I play I was showing my friend Chris how to play the game because I played with him before, but he I don't like teaching people how to play the game because they never fucking listen. I remember when you taught me. Yeah, and uh, very first game we ever played. It's a uh, mall crasher. Uh, no, uh, jewelry store. It's very just smash and grab. And he goes, "Okay, you're gonna oh shit! I just opened up Photoshop." He goes, "Okay." Um, What's going to happen is we're going to mask up. Time's going to slow down. Don't shoot anybody. And I go, okay. Going to mask up. Time's going to slow down. Not going to shoot anybody. So he started the game. And he masks up. I haven't even masked up yet. So I started freaking out because I thought it was going to slow down when I do it. So I mask up and I just hold the mouse button. I kill everybody. I don't have a silencer, so the mission goes loud. Simple smash and grab got completely screwed over. And that's the memory of my very first heist. Mm-hmm. And and see the problem I have is that a lot of people I've played with, I'll be like, okay, play through the tutorial, like Ricky, play through the tutorial, and then we'll we'll play the game. And they'll be like, no, no, fuck it, I'll just do it, and and I'll learn while doing it. I'm like, no, play through the fucking tutorial. That's why we have tutorials. If you yeah. don't, I I do agree, the game shouldn't need to have a tutorial to teach you how to play. That should happen naturally. But if it's a tutorial, use the fucking tutorial. Exactly. Now, so going along that, I have a friend, uh, I'm not going to name names, Ricky. Uh, <laughs> he, so I go and I'm like, okay, he's playing a game, Pillars of Eternity. And I'm like, hey, what, or he, he's asking me questions. He's like, hey, how, how do I open the inventory? I'm like, I don't know, fucking I probably. And he's like, oh, yeah, there we go. And then he's like, how do I do this in the game? I'm like, I've never played the game. Have you read the fucking manual? And yeah. he's like, he's like, who reads the manuals? I'm like, I don't know. People who want to know how to play the fucking game. That used to be my favorite part of buying a new game was, on the. I mean, this is back before I could drive. Even was, um, getting the game, opening it up in the car, and reading the manual. 
Oh yeah. That, that was the best fucking hype building shit ever. Oh yeah. Like even um even when I was living on my own, like back when I owned a console, I'd always do that. Just I'd open it up, I'd put the game in my bed and I'd read through the manual before I even popped it in the the, the console box system. I yeah. don't like consoles anymore. But anyway, uh the back in the day, so in like the eighties, you know, when they still had those five and a half inch floppy disks. When were you born? Eighty seven. Christ, you're old. Yeah. Christ, but anyway, I'm back in yeah, back in the eighties, they had uh, those five and a half inch floppy disks, so they can only hold like half a megabyte of RAM <coughs> or half a what? megabyte what? of storage. That's, that's half not how that me- works. Floppy disks don't have of, RAM. I know, I know, I know. Half a megabyte of storage, less than that probably. But so they ended up. What they would do for RPGs, there there are gold box RPGs that they would have the disc and you put it in and it would when it had a long dialogue they would direct you to a page and paragraph to read in a giant book that they gave you mm-hmm. which is hilarious and amazing i like that that they would include something like that uh have you been playing anything else um i think i mentioned this last week um i started playing through final fantasy 7 on my vita mm. and i'm right about at the end of this one I've actually been pretty busy with um, university work, and my actual job has been surprisingly like busier than usual. You had uh, to work 12 minutes today. You're like, no. I mean, it was, I did most of my work yesterday, so it wasn't super bad today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still had about five hours of my entire shift logged with like actual work that I did. Don't you hate that? <laughs> the rest of it was just like, oh, I have a. I, I watched Buffalo Soldier on one monitor. And uh, played um, Payday 2 on my other one. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing... I played a little bit more Killing Floor. Uh, played that to show my friends what what it looked like. Uh, I played some Payday 2, as mentioned earlier. And um, I, just, I just bought Chroma Squad. That's right, you were kind is, of talking about that. Yeah, so it's a, it's a tactical RPG where you're... Making a TV show, and your characters are the Power Rangers. You're making you're making a Super Sentai show, dun, 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 dun. and it's that's Ducktales. Uh, that was actually uh, Ninja Turtles. I don't know why. I'd, oh, um, I I don't know what that Super Sentai show is though. Super Sentai. Super Sentai. <sighs> so I don't it's, anime. It's not anime. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what my favorite anime? Avatar the Last Airbender. I haven't seen it. Now, if you tell if you tell people who watch anime all the time that, they get so mad. It's hilarious. Because it's not made in Japan, so it's not what they consider anime, even though it is anime basically. It's made in the same art style. Like if I make if I make a if I'm living in Japan and I make a movie with a bunch of cowboys based in, you know, the desert, that's still going to be like a western style movie. So here's the deal. Anime, is it drawn? Is it images one after another with sound over them? If so, that that's anime. That's the animated. Exactly. Right? But anyway, that's where that comes if, from, yeah. But if we told our other friends that, like, uh, 
uh, I don't know, Jake Norwood. I didn't know you had other friends. Yeah, some. Well, some of them aren't my friends. Like, Jake's still my friend, and then uh, some other people aren't. I don't know why. Whatever. Uh, but other people that we used to work with, or that were part of the other website that I was a part of that you weren't. And then they betrayed you. They betrayed me. Just like a, oh my god. Well, anyway, like a so general. So to go along with that, Super Sentai is, you know, the stock footage they use in Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's yeah. actually kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, that's God. Uh, Lionhead Studios or something like that had a game like that called The Movies, where yeah. it was. Granted, they had a lot of it, and you could customize it. So I guess it wasn't really stock, like stock setups. Mm-hmm. But you made movies do nothing like that. And this is like 2005 or 2006. This is. I remember I, I played think it. I was finishing junior high school when I picked up that game. Mm-hmm. But I used to spend hours making, like, I kind of recreated The Godfather just because it was fun. Shit. Yeah. So I imagine that game's pretty fun, too. Well, yeah, but this one you like. So you'll get into battles in it, and you control where your guys go, and you battle, and then you get more fans. It's pretty cool. Uh, I got it on GOG, so. Uh, but yeah, so apparently in the Super Sentai, I don't know if you watched Power Rangers as a kid. Uh, but, I mean, a little bit, not really mm-hmm. for memories worth. Yeah, so Rita in the original Power Rangers, in the American version, was... You know, just a girl. She's like, I want to take over the world. And Rita in Super Sentai worshipped Satan and thought that the way to please Satan would be to murder children. I mean, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. I'm actually a purple guy from Five Nights at Freddy's. Let's not get into that. Fucking it's, it's been me this whole time. Rabbit. Let's not get into that rabbit hole. There's, I thought there was a reason you were dressing up as Barney for Halloween. I was Spider for Halloween. I was the Green Power Ranger. I, I I wasn't actually expecting to go anywhere with that. Yep, that's that's what I was. I was the Green Power Ranger. But yeah, this podcast sucks. Yeah, I mean, oh well. a podcast with just two people is always kind of blame anyways like we we start this with like five minutes of effort so it's like hey what do what do we want to talk about i don't know what have you been playing lately games mm-hmm. well i mean to be fair it's, it's kind of hard to put effort into a podcast like unless you're unless there's something very very you know important to talk about which there's not no, not, not until not, not this close to e3 nobody's going to be announcing anything why would right. they wreck their own hype when it's just going to be outdone later? Exactly. I remember for some E3s, uh, so there's a game series called Gothic. I know of it. The bad games, not very good. Uh, at least Gothic 3 and I think they had a Gothic 4, but they were really bad. Uh, so Gothic 3, they're like, oh yeah, E3, We ju- uh, today, just so you know, we're releasing Gothic 3. Like, they didn't announce it or anything, they just released it on that day. Which, if Bethesda did that with Fallout 4, that would be amazing. People just wouldn't go to E3, they'd be like, sorry, I got Wastelands to explore. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so, I'll actually have an outro this week. Or I'll try to. <laughs> uh, you can always go to my 
website, Read and Entertainment, which is where you're listening to the podcast most likely. We now have iTunes, actually. So the podcast automatically gets uploaded to iTunes, and that will help us out if you guys want to rate it five out of five stars. So five out of five stars. Don't go anything lower than five, um, because that would make me sad. That would be a sad panda. So... Go to iTunes. You can also subscribe on iTunes, so it'll automatically down to, download onto your iTunes list, and then you can download onto your phone, listen to you when you're driving. And, yeah, follow me at Twitch. And my Twitch name is Reeton. And you can also follow me on Twitter. And, again, that's at Reeton. And you can also follow Nemesis, Connor Nemesis Besh. Nice, uh, nice list there at the end. How, 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 how do they follow you on Twitter? Uh, Nemesis zero three two zero. You don't need to. I don't do anything. I'm not. A, I'm not really officiated with your website for that matter. You shut your whore mouth. You, no, you. No me. No you. No you. You're kind of. A, you're kind of with my website. You're on my. You're on two podcasts. That's because I don't know. I like talking. I. What, I what do opinions. I pay you for? You don't pay me. Oh yeah. Good. Good. I have opinions, and I'm passionate about my opinions, and I think that's why people keep me around. I haven't found that out yet. I keep you around because you're the only person that would do a podcast with me today. Well, it is Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day, so Sean Illingworth, I I had spoken with him earlier uh, on Twitter, and he said that he would be willing to do it, and then he's like, oh yeah, Mother's Day, sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, 100% honest, I would love to do a podcast with Sean, like... The, yeah. the post E three podcast, I'm uh, I'm gonna go ahead and reserve my spot on that. That sounds like it'd be a whole lot of fun. Yeah, and, and I'm sure tune in for that too. Yeah, I'm sure Ro will want to do that. He just his power's out right now. So, uh, but yeah, you know, follow on Twitter, follow on Twitch, uh, subscribe on iTunes, rate it five out of five stars, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and uh, tweet us questions you want answered. Become a part of the show or something. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Bye. Go away.